Let me see when it's recording. Hi, friend. It's recording. It's recording right now. All right. What's up, guys? This is Ron Leon, Triple FM. Um, today, Triple FM Raw. Every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Clubhouse. You know the drill. Cinco In studio, we have, we're celebrating Cinco de Drinco, first <laughs> and foremost. Um, the happy not Mexican American life that I've been living, so it's only fair if I celebrate that. Um, in studio, I have Cody, my main go-to all Hello. the time. Uh, a new personality, her name is Celeste Hutchins. Hello. Okay, she's coming in too. We also have Jason Markland coming in afterwards, and Kaylin Slaney. You know, those are my four people. We go to all the time, we ride or dies. Uh, we're technically gonna die a lot. I cooked a whole field, a whole feast for all these bitches. And, you know, but that's what I do, because I like to take care of my people. Guests of honors, we have Joe Rodonis. Uh, oh my God, what can I say about this man? Such a beautiful hunk, but not only that, savage, savage, the all word. However you spell that, it starts with a big capital S with him. Also, in studio, we have Andrew Mariani, not in studio, as a guest of honor. Another fucking savage, it's just surrounded by savage in New York City. What can I say about him? Think about work, CrossFit, Think about putting things up and putting them down. That's what I say. Also, like a major sex appeal type of dude. You look at him, you want to melt looking at his eyes. Melt. And um, what else? Your boy hosting the whole room. It's probably going to be two or three hours of all the diggities. Stay tuned. All right. Let's go. All right. We have Joe. Oh, Joe's already. Joe. Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. What up, baby? I'm glad you didn't miss that. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I get um, I get a little, I get a little very hyped up. Um, yeah, excited. yeah, brother. Um, so in studio right now, there's Cody and there's Celeste. Hey, John. What's up, guys? What's up? All right, brother. So, um, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? How beautiful you are. Um, turning to the right, and you said you can also turn into the left. So. Tell us, tell us all those. I can't, I can't actually turn left and right. I'm, oh. I'm an ambi-turner. Oh. Um, which, yeah, a lot of models can do, but oh. I figured it out. You did? Damn. Damn. All right. Uh, well, so, yeah, I, I'm a coach at Tone House in New York, which Ron and I have been many times. I have. Um, so it's, no, it's like this really ridif like ridiculous workout. Um, it's an athletic performance workout. It's a lot of fun. Performance studio. And I'm a model with IMG here in New York, and uh, I have my own podcast too called The Athletes Pursue. Yep. Um, so that's that's kind of what I'm about, man. Just a lot of fitness and and uh, trying to make modeling work and coincide in that space. John. Hello. Hello. Joe. Yo. Um. Okay. So your agent, David Ralph. David Ralph. Yeah, IMJ. I don't know David Ralph. Really? Okay. I'm in. I'm. I'm in the modeling industry, and like I know David Ralph. He's uh, uh, an agent in the the men's division at IMJ. Oh, I got you. I work with uh, Charles Short. Okay, I like Charles. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> you do you. All of you know each other so well. All right, Joe. So let's talk something from there. So. What is Tony House and what made you decide to enter the fitness industry? So, 
Stonehouse, Stonehouse is a pretty unique concept. Um, I, I found it to be a really good vision of what fitness really should be. Um, it's, it's just true athletic training. It's taking football-based training of what an athlete would do in off-season mm-hmm. and giving it to a group fitness student coach. So you're taking off-season conditioning and weightlifting mm-hmm. the same way a football player would train in college or the NFL. And it translates to all sports. And I thought that was a really cool concept because it's just it's genuine, it's real, it's not a gimmick. It's it's really how we you would train. Um, I love the vision. So when I was I used to work in healthcare sales for a long time. I worked for ten years in corporate sales, and I just wasn't inspired by it. I said enough was enough. And when I came to New York and I went to that studio, I immediately fell in love with uh, the founder Alonzo and his vision. And what he wanted to do to help change the fitness. Shout industry. out to Big Zoe. Oh, he's the he's one of the best, man. He's and a man. He's one of the best I've ever seen do it. He's a man. He like he's a master programmer. Um, I've never seen someone program the way he does. Like his belief in people and what they're capable of doing has completely changed how I look at training and how I work with people, hands down. So. That's what the space is. I think it's a really special place. And now, how long have you been modeling? For maybe, maybe about like seven years or so. I used to, you know, I did it casually when I lived. I used to live in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. I just like did it part time. Like there was a small agency down there, and I just kind of like, you know, did it on the side once in a while. But it grew, it grew into something. I picked yeah. up like some decent clients, mm-hmm. and then I quit my job. I, I got an opportunity to go to South Africa. Mm-hmm. So in like 2018, I moved to Cape Town. And I modeled there for about six months, and I did, you know, I did fairly well there. But more, more just had a really great time. And when I came to New York, I got signed and, and decided to keep it going. And, no. um, and then, and then most recently, about a year ago, IMG happened. And, My bad. But yeah, it's been it's been quite a ride. Congratulations. Congrats. That's hot. Thank you. Are you the only heterosexual mo- male model you know? <laughs> I am absolutely not. You're, you're probably, you're probably, you're probably the rooster next to all the chickens. <laughs> well, I think if you're talking, if you're talking about like fashion models compared to like maybe a fitness guy. I mean, fitness models, it's different, right? It's, it's different. different. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, so you've been modeling for seven years, and you started the fitness. You started. You entered the fitness uh, industry field when again? About three years ago, and it, it was it, it has always been uh, immediately through Dunhouse, or you ventures uh, other venues before that. It was always it's always been with Dunhouse. I was doing I was always doing like my own thing on the side. I was always interested in it. I always had a passion for it. Um, studied and got certified well before Dunhouse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first the first like actual experience in the industry, like full time position, has been with the studio Tonehouse. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't fall down into a better place to start your fitness uh, entrepreneur career. I mean, they're amazing. They're, yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things that I talked in my show in the first episode uh, of in studio yeah. with animation. It was just like how going into that studio changed my whole narrative about functional fitness i mean functional training recovery like plyometrics anything that you can do with your own body as sort of like type of uh, performing a workout a workout and performing a technique and just like exact like access yourself into becoming the best of you can be and i i don't think that anybody that has not gone to townhouse can 
you know, can experience that. It's just like such a unique experience and I cannot, just as you, like I, I was just fat and when I went there for the first time, I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, I thought I was in shape, but clearly I'm not. Yeah. No, we were, we were all humbled by it, dude. Like, yeah. I got my butt kicked in there the first, like, for a while. Right? Yeah. Not even the first time, like for a while. And, but like, see, that's what I've learned, like working there, is that there's, there's like two types of people. There's, there's like, everybody goes in there and you have your first experience and like either you respond to it and you go like fuck yeah like i need i need to step my shit up yeah i'm going to get inspired by this and like lock in or somebody gets scared and they go like this is too much like i gotta back away but like and that's fine right it's not everything's gonna be for everybody but like i always found that fascinating like the people that get locked in and they're like there's another level that i can reach and when that excites them Dude, that's what makes the place so great because you have this unbelievable mindset mentality in this community mm-hmm. of people that just want to keep working and getting better and they're not out there to compete. They're out there to like inspire one another. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that is that grinder mentality? I mean, and not 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 as you said Why like you call me out. Thank you. No, 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 cuz I, 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 I was I was I was about to correct myself in there. It's it's a more it's more on that Breaking barrier in your own body mentality as far as like I just witnessed Something that I think I can achieve and I can improve and There's something towards that when you go into that class because obviously you can either be like fuck this I'm not coming again because this is not my type of workout that doesn't mean that you're a quitter It just means that you know, it's not it's not for you and that's completely okay with that. You don't have to be You know, I don't think Matt Fraser had fucking taken tone house, but are we gonna kind of count him out? He's the fucking fittest man alive thus far So yeah, I'm not gonna cut him out because he hasn't taken tone house But I most definitely think that if he's gonna gallop against you all my money on you all my money on you But if I give that guy just two months, even if he's a midget just like me Two months, after two months, all my money on him. All my money on him. But that's, that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, that's what's, that's what's so cool when you lock into something. Like, that's what I thought was so cool. Like, if, if it's like, because I, when I came in, I saw Adrian. And yeah. I saw, and I saw Alonzo and like, and James, right? And I saw yeah. these guys gallop and I'm like, Jesus. Like, yeah. how can someone gallop move like this? And it just made me go like this is possible it yeah. made me realize like hey if i just like stay here and just like put in the work and keep working at this like i can get there someday you know so i and, and then this is funny because it's it's such a it's such a like cultural already knowledge thing to know or at least in, in the fitness community in new york to know what's a gallop but please explain for the listeners what it's a gallop so it's 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 almost like a an explosive air crawl, uh, except you're you're jumping from your hands to your feet. So it's like it's like you're in a bear crawl position, but like it's really this like hybrid kind of move where it's explosive. It's a full body movement. You literally jump to your hands and then your feet follow. So it's like this traveling motion um, that's like that. It's almost like this explosive bear crawl. So. Uh, when I, you do it, when yeah. you get really good at it, man, it looks like you're flying through the air because you're just like literally jumping. <laughs> That's so cool. The first time yeah. Ron ever explained it to me, I was like, wait, n- no way. And he was like, yes, 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 this is something I can do. I was like, 
<laughs> I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, because it got to a point where I really wanted to like get better at it, and I was just look at animals how to do it. And I saw, I just started looking at cheetahs, the way that cheetahs gallop, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, like just landing them both paws at the same time. And then what I started doing is that um, I was kind of like taking steps in between, like like not not taking steps, but like because I was a swimmer. So really, yeah, I was. Wait, a swimmer. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a swimmer growing up. Yeah, I used to do IM. I mean, I was the shortest midget in the in the team, oh but I was God. very powerful. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of sort of thought that like if I would take a stride with my arms, just as like if I was doing a a freestyle. And then landing to my uh, landing to my hands when I did the gobble gonna be faster, but no, that that's like yeah, that's just not the way you do that movement. So then I just started using um, videos of cheetahs the way that they landed, and then I just I, I started like to your point like when you first when you first came into the house and you saw Adrian, Adrian is probably is the fastest gallop I've ever seen. In that class, he just made it. He makes it look impossible. So this is just a like graceful gallop, Black Panther gallop. Yeah, and that guy's CGI. Adrian is not. It's real life. A guy real doing it. And you yeah, know, we, you know when you like say a word so much, it's like not a word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gallop. Oh, okay, I get gallop, you. Gallop, gallop, gallop. Yeah, like when it's, you overthink it. Yeah, it's not yeah. A word. It's normal. It's not like I said. It's normal for us, but it's not normal for the community. So. To wrap the to wrap the gallop thing up, you guys should go right now tonehouse.com, book a class with Joe Rodonis, and then just say to him when you see him, I heard you on Clubhouse. Please don't make me do the gallop again, or please teach me how to fucking master this. And by all means, how to master it. Exactly. By all means, you're gonna love it afterwards. That being aside. Who's Joe Rodon is when it's not at Tony House, when it's not modeling? Oh, man. Honestly, dude, I'm a really chill guy, man. Like, I think it surprises people to realize that, like, I'm actually, I'm an introvert. Like, I, I come off maybe, like, very extroverted, but, like, I'm a simple, simple dude, man. Like, I just come home. I like to spend time now with, with my girlfriend and just, like, relax, watch a movie. Nice. You know, read a book. You know, play Call of Duty with my brother. Like, I just, I like the small things, man. I like the quality time. I really appreciate alone time. So, um, I, I recharge by, by being by myself or being by like very, very close friends or family. So, like, social events and like large gatherings and stuff like that is very, you know, it's got to be, there, there's got to be a big, good reason to pull me out. And I really like, you know, my peace and quiet more than anything else. Is your girlfriend, is your girlfriend a model too? Uh, she she is not, but I but I think she very well could be. She very well could uh, be. Good 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 answer. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good man. Good man. No, actually, you know what? I think it doesn't surprise me because, in order to master discipline and to master something in fitness, you have to confine yourself into being alone and just mastering the times that um, nobody else is watching, so then you can really see who you are when there's no lights, when nobody else is watching, where, how far can you be? What shit do you say to yourself? Like, am I a coward? Can I really do this? 
can I not? Like you, when you yeah. an, when you answer your own doubts, and I think that everybody that I have talked about the same thing when I ask him who are you, they say the same things. I'm just like a type of dude. Like I just go home and like I don't really like to be like I'm an introverted. I don't really like 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 a lot of big gatherings. Don't I don't really appreciate them because I don't like that makes me uncomfortable because I don't know that many people. And you know, and, and it takes a lot. And I and I completely understand, man. Like I'm I'm just like you, just just like that same mentality. So I'm glad you're my type of dude. That's the type of what that's the, that, that I I love using this word. You're my type of dude. In every type of the sense. Well, also, all of that makes so much sense for both of you in the sense that, like, when you're out, you're exerting so much energy. You're creating spaces for people to work out and to then, like, bring balance back to yourself. Like, when you're home, just, like, having that full circle kind of moment. It's, re it's really nice. Yeah, what you said is really true because, like, I mean, I've talked to Alonzo about this a lot. Like, we're, we're in a sense, we're performing, like, to a degree. Like, uh -huh. when you're in the studio, you know, you have to be on and create an energy. Yeah. Like, you set an environment for people. And then when you're training people, like, one-on-one, -on -one, it's yeah. kind of, you know, you're you're giving all your energy to them. For you sure. Know, like you're giving everything you have to them. So, like, yeah, when you're, when I'm away, like, I'm like, I don't want to be... Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to have yeah. to give something. Yeah. You know, I got to get back to myself a little bit. For sure. And it sounds like the workout at Townhouse, I mean, I look forward to trying it one day, but it sounds like it's almost like a transformative experience. You know, like you're breaking through people's like mental limitations, their physical limitations, and holding yeah. space for that. Like, I can only imagine how much energy that takes. Um, and so that that makes so much sense to me that like when you're home, it's very much like you're holding that space for yourself now. Yeah, uh, I think it's super important because if you're going to if you're going to deliver that kind of experience and mm -hmm. like give your energy, mm -hmm. you gotta recharge it. Like otherwise, like I've done it before where you just get completely burned out and depleted, and yeah. then when you go in, you can't. You, you can't do that, right? You can't perform at a high level. Yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't yeah. really work. It just doesn't sound sustainable. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, my friend, my friend Kaylin just entered the room. Hi. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, so. There's a party going on over there, man. Oh yeah. man, it's always a party every Wednesday, as I was telling you. I'm gonna join you. I'm gonna you join you yes. most certainly fucking will. Yeah. It would be great. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Man. Every everybody here is everyone here has their own unique experience. Everybody does something different. That's why this crew is so so good. Like so Celeste is an artist. Um she 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 does multiple types she does painting, she she's also an astrologist, so she has she has her own thing going on. It's like her energy is an incredible amount of just purifying stabilization. As soon as you meet her, you just like you you she looks at you directly into the eyes and you're like, I feel calm, I feel safe. Cody, no, it's kind of like Cody. she looks me in the eyes and like I, I feel like I'm gonna be murdered. You're gonna be murdered? Why? What do you mean? She's so badass. Oh, I was like, be murdered. She is like a badass bitch. So you mean uh, Kaylin or me? No, I mean. Kaylin, Kaylin. That's not Kaylin. Both of us, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, 
Yeah. Is like, if anybody will look at I you, I promise honestly, to you. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I haven't seen her in that stage. If but. anybody looks at me, I'm like, I'm gonna die. So <laughs> oh, okay. That's just me. Mm. But that was a terrible save, by the way. Bad uh, attempt. So, attempt. what's a good attempt? Uh, Cody, and then Cody, Cody is he's an agent, and yep. uh, and he works in the in the modeling world. Yeah, so I that's why with, he like, I deal with bitches. Yeah, I'm looking at you and I'm looking at you. I deal with egos. I deal with bitches. Oh, masterfully. This is nothing. <laughs> this is all fam. Look at that. I love. That's why I love him. That's why I love him. Yep. That's what. That's why he's the only other male in this room, except every everybody, except for when you come. I, only, kind of, kind of male. only, only, only very good testosterone around uh, around in this apartment and around this studio. Like and Kaylin, she's a lawyer and she's a venture capitalist, so it's like we got a little bit of everything. So it's like Kaylin is just like the girl that smiles at you and just like. Says I really a boys a boys joke and also tells you <laughs> well, also yeah and also tells you like you know and also like can be like yeah I can just dial you know nine digits and like know your social security <laughs> and like put you in bankruptcy yeah. if I wanted it's to. Like, so tells like, you what's what like you yeah. thought you knew about life and then you meet Kaylin and she's like it's okay I got this. Yeah. <laughs> So, Wait, so I know that we're on Justin Bieber right now, but can we talk about Grayson Dolan? Who? Grayson Dolan. Here. TikTok. I'm closer. I'm no. sorry, I don't know. Not, wait, what, what was before TikTok? What was the app? Um, wasn't it like a, a, a song app? Get closer. Oh, it was Guys, get closer. Music.ly? Or no, no, no. It was before TikTok. <laughs> there was a... Yeah, yeah, like Vine. Vine, 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 Vine. Thank you, okay, thank you, Joe. Okay. Vine. So apparently, apparently, what the fuck? Apparently, this guy's like news have been leaked. Uh huh. I haven't seen them. Otherwise, I would give it ten out of ten. Get closer, Cody. Get closer. You're not No, like ten. You're hilarious. So, but I haven't seen them, so I can't give a review. All right. Well, I'd say, I I know that adds nothing to the conversation. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah what the fuck? What's wrong like, with you today, huh? Let's talk about, let's say, give him shots. Uh, I, I have not a super. Give him shots. Give him shots. Okay. Shot. I have yeah. been drinking since noon, so. Uh, no, so then you're gonna get even more fucking wasted because that's. Yeah, what is this? I'm not gonna give you the good Give him shots, yes! I don't know, they're not the good ones. Okay, well, I only have good shit in there, except for that, except for that, that, that bottle of champagne, you know, but everything else is good. Ron is trying to murder me. Yeah, it's on camera already. So if I die, then, uh, you're the culprit. Um, Joe. Yo. He hung up. Yeah, he hung up, he's like, fuck this. Joe, so what, tell us what is the, what do you prefer? When you model, would you prefer, do you like to take, obviously because you work out a lot, you're a very fit dude. So, would you rather when they see you and they say, okay, we want to put you on a suit with your beautiful face or we want to put you in a Toma Hilfiger underwear because obviously we want to see the whole thing. So what do you prefer? The suit, dude. The suit. My, my man, you see, you're my type of dude, bro. All right, so what about the suit? Tell us. I have to get on a plane in like eight hours, so. Me too. Great. I'll see you at JFK. You're killing me, bro. Newark. Oh. Tell us. All right, cool. Right Cheers. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing shots here. All right, so tell us. 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what's going on, man. I appreciate. I appreciate simplicity and elegance, dude. So like, there's something about a suit. Like, if you get a custom suit, one that fits you right, there's no, there's nothing better that you can wear. I think as a man, it's the best yeah. thing you can wear. Yeah, and I so, agree. I love, dude. I'm like a less is more kind of guy. So like, I honestly <laughs> kind of hate our culture right now, where we're like. You gotta get naked. You gotta be everything, and like I get it. We all gotta do it. I've done it. I understand. Do we all gotta but, do like, it? <laughs> but dude, I just love that if you can rock a suit where you go and you look good in that shit. There's something mysterious about it too. There's Why always so good it. though. Mm-hmm. I just think that's the move always. Well, yeah. What I what I also like is that you opened the, this comment with less is more, which is like such a great kind of oxymoron to what you're saying. Yeah, because you've officially added more to the body <laughs> but by I, a long shot. But I do I do agree in the sense that like you're less adding extra. more like I don't know like leaving more to the imagination essentially like it's like structuring elegance yeah. and like beauty that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, with me these days, it's more like it depends on it depends on where I'm going. If if hey hey Mike Tyson, uh, my my so I like as I was telling you earlier by text, I cooked I cooked. Um, you just grabbed all the all the napkins, sir. I did. How dare you watch? <laughs> um, so yeah, I made I made uh, lobster, chicken, steak, vegan, shrimp, all the fucking tacos and. Uh, my dog just wants to get a hold of them. Anyhow, uh, no, I mean, I, and I agree. Less is more. I, I, but also, bro, are you gonna tell me that you're not gonna put fucking Timberlands, some denim, some denim uh, uh, pants, and a tank top, and just be over with? Come on, are you that type of guy? Who wears Timberlands? I do. I fucking do. I know. I wear Timberlands. New York audience. Bro, I wear Tim. I wear. Stop. I wear Timberlands and J Unit tanks, and I show up and I show up in a at Chichonis at a very fancy restaurant. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care, man. That works for you. Yeah, because I. I'm paying them with my wallet. I'm not paying them. I'm not paying them with with my with my uh with with the way that I look, but. Obviously, the way that I look is the way that they treat you. So I don't know. It's it's either or, right? Look, look, look. I am with you. Like, of course, like, dude. Look, I'm walking around wearing like joggers, Lululemon joggers, and like a, a t-shirt. And I cut off most of the time because like. I like how you said. I like how you how you notarize uh, Lululemon because it's either Lululemon or Nike. Or go fuck yourself because nothing fits better. No, dude, Lulu joggers are like I wear them damn. Exactly. Yeah, Lululemon or Nikes or go fuck yourself. Nothing fits better. It, like in an athlete shirt. Nothing. Yeah, it's the fucking best. Yeah. And no underwear. No underwear. Do you wear underwear? Bro, how dare you? You gotta go commando, son. I even wear like compression shorts. You gotta wear. Com- yeah, well, if you wear com- if you wear compression shirts, yeah, if you put underwear but uh, underneath that, you're shit. You're like smothering your balls, but you know. But we had this discussion. Yeah, but if you don't wear compression shorts, what? To, to go commando? No, I just no, go. It's just, it's just your thing. I think no, it's just I my think thing. Jay, Jay doesn't wear commando, yeah, so yeah. Jay's Jay's just arriving <laughs> the studio. Not. 
He also goes commando. But he also always But he also always just wears fucking tight uh, compression shirts. So he doesn't almost have to wear underwear. He wears nine layers at a time. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. Like girls had it right, man. They either wear thongs or like they wear nothing. So no, is that isn't that how they go? Um, no, debatable. Debatable. Okay. Situationally dependent. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, okay. So so you were telling me that you you like very casual on what you dress. Yeah, most most of the time, of course, which I think is what you were getting at. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying right now to be a little bit more intentional, cause like, like I just, dude, I kind of like the old school stuff of like wearing suits like a little bit more often, or like you know dressing up just for random shit. And don't you think though? Don't you think that like our culture has gotten a little bit lax? Like, a lot of it. Maybe a little too chill. Yeah. Well, if you look at office wear, sort of to go a full 180 from a gym and fitness environment mm -hmm. you see that like there's no place you see it more pointedly than in office wear where people used to be in three-piece suits then they went to business casual and now athleisure is sort of a norm and then post-covid one can only imagine that as people start returning back to the offices they're not coming back in suits mm -hmm. and there may i think that historically things go in waves fashion trends go in waves of course which we all know but I, but I also think like the general societal personality will sort of shift perhaps back to we haven't had anything to dress up for for a long time so I'm going to take advantage of it like maybe maybe things will get more formal by virtue of novelty at yeah. this point yeah I agree with you fully I think that's what happened to the Rory 20s well we, here we are again because the Rory 20s was a pretty similar emergence from like straight up lockdown mm -hmm. and everybody wanted to celebrate being alive so yeah I'm looking forward to finding out how that goes you know I got my flattery ready get some like art deco pieces up and out mm -hmm. No, no sorry, mm -hmm. no sorry. Everything, oh, oh sorry. Okay. Also, I'm pretty excited about it. Okay. Yes, very. Do you have a favorite shoot that you've ever done? You know, create the gym. We have that kind of stuff in Charlotte, man. In Charlotte, how much? How much would? How much would something in Charlotte would cost like that? Oh uh, God, I wouldn't know the number, but I mean, like the, I mean, the cost of living there is dramatically lower. And would but you, it's also you, a booming city. I right. mean, Charlotte in the last like eight to ten years has exponentially grown from a, you know, tier maybe three city size-wise, and is now just absolutely massive. And I feel like it's suburb, not even suburban areas, but yeah, like metro areas, keep expanding and they keep usurping like more and more and more of the what used to be burbs is now part of Charlotte proper. As it grows and grows, like the restaurant scene is amazing or getting there. I mean, I don't know, I, I guess that all depends on personal taste, but there's a lot going on in Charlotte, so it seems like there'd be great appetite for something new and fresh. What would you what would you do as like a personal spin on it? What would make it different from other studios that someone might walk into? You know, it's it, it's it's really simple as far as like I think just flow and, and atmosphere of the space. Like when you look at when you look at New York, I, I think you can do things a couple ways. You always have like the group fitness scene, right? Where you have like a a concept, like its own house of berries. Sure. Uh, you know, they're, they're, that's a concept, right? There's a very specific class style, and there's something to that for sure. But it's you know, it's also so difficult, right? Like to get traction on those things takes a long time. Yeah. Um, 
uh, there's a lot of work that goes into that. I think, but but then the other way is like creating um, a, a boutique fitness studio that just gives people a space to do really good workouts. And what I've seen in most places, and still in New York, is that the layout of a fitness studio is I, I, I think less than optimal. I think the equipment is very outdated. Even in gyms like Lifetime and like the gyms like Equinox, they're so not conducive to really get a great workout. But like, do you find that that's a product of like New York real estate being like what's available in New York is probably not a super optimal space? Or do you think it's just yeah. like they need to bring in outside consultants because the flow is really that trash? It's a really good question. I think that some of that is probably true because obviously New York real estate is, is limited. But I've seen it in Miami. I've seen it in Charlotte, Chicago. Everywhere that I've gone, they're following this old business model or this old style of what a gym is. Okay. And there's only been a handful of spots that I've seen it done really, really well. Would you follow... Would you follow a partnership with Tone House to open a Tone House down there, or would you follow a just much more traditional uh, CrossFit type of environment where you open a CrossFit gym and you develop your own community and with new type of equipment and you make it your own and you incorporate your fitness and knowledge um, that you know from your experience in New York City? Yeah, this would be a culmination of my own experiences. Okay. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a, a tone house. It, it wouldn't even be, I don't even think it'd be a fitness studio. I think it would just be about creating a culture and and making sure the right, community. the right types of equipment are in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the community, of course. Community. Uh, but just, just a space, just mm-hmm. a space for people to really work out. But Would you host classes of any sort? The atmosphere is the aesthetic. Um, and, and like the flow of the gym, so. Yeah, yeah. So would you, would you do classes though? Like if you were to do any sort of class situation just to, like I, I'm thinking for the reason I ask is because if you are creating an atmosphere or an environment, one way to make a pointed branding move is to say, these are the types of classes we do. You can also obviously do your own workout, but like, you could move away from a standard gym class into something closer to a CrossFit. What's that studio? We were talking to the woman, um, that studio that was like a CrossFit studio, and then in the back they had the Y7 classes. Oh, that's Solace. Solace, Solace, right? So that's like that's another- block from there. Yeah, but so that's I'm saying like, you can, you can navigate the landscape and sort of put out there your brand by I think creating a curated set of activities if you were going to do it if it wasn't going to be just a gym I'm just curious like would you do classes and if you did what sort would would you be talking like CrossFit wads or would you be talking like you know spin and and boxing or would you be talking like this is a yoga Pilates and and then you know the gym space is the gym space for everybody to do what they want yeah I love that question too um uh, yeah, I'm definitely all about classes when they're when they're done right. The one thing, uh, it would not be a CrossFit style. Like that's just not my style of training. Sure. I'm not even well versed in it. Um, okay. It would be a bit of what I've learned at Tone House. Like I love athletic performance training. I love 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 athlete training um, and just hitting on the basics. So it'd be like know, functional fitness. Maybe. Yes, it's functional not to fitness, put exactly. words in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, functional fitness for sure. Um, the one thing that I would want to do, I'm not sure if I want to do a group fitness studio again, 
but the education and keeping it very authentic to the craft is what I'm committed to. So there was there was a point in time I was offered like this position at Chelsea Piers around their group fitness studios, mm, where I like help their group fitness classes, their concepts. And the one thing that I was talking about, if it was cycling, if it was boxing, if it was tread, all of those modalities, right? You have think about Barry says tread, right? You have Soul Cycle has cycling. They're all very gimmicky in what they do. And like what I wanted to do was be like, if we're gonna box, I want to box. I mm-hmm. want to train like a boxer, like right. a fighter. Okay. If we're gonna cycle, I wanna train like an iron athlete or someone that's trained for the Tour de France. Like how do they actually train on a bike? Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's what I wanna do, so what modality is, because I could see it being cross platform. I just want it to be very true to the craft. Like, so it'd be super elite athlete targeted. It's, you know, I hate to call it spots, but like, you know, boxing has a spot, but like, I don't like that kind of stuff where it's a dance party. I'm like, mm. let's work. Like, I'm going to really train. And, and you know what? Very, very respectfully to what you said, I'm going to counter on that because, um, oh, we lost him. There you go. Are you there, Joe? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Yeah, we lost you for a second. No, I was going to say, very respectfully, I'm going to counter you on that. Um, I'm going to agree with you on the originality of teaching at all uh, 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 different uh, template as far as like the modality, what do you want to teach? Because that's the only way that you can be successful. Now, uh, my experience in, into all this type of gyms that you said, like Soul Cycle has spinning, uh, um, Barry's has thread, is that I don't think people go to these gyms necessarily because of those workouts. And I also don't think that people go to Tone House necessarily for the workout of Tone House. I think they go for the experience. All these places, what it's unique is the experience. So, for instance, like Soul Cycle, yeah, Soul Cycle, it's a community. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an experience. It's a, the whole like, I mean, now they're calling it like the Soul Cycle Clan because like people like fucking like, go, yeah, fucking go out of their ways just to like try to make a class in the woods if they so happen to like teach. I mean, okay, I do I love used, the concept of a. You, I love a Soul Cycle in the woods. I used to, yeah, you, you would do it. I would, I would exactly. You see, boom. And yeah. I don't even love SoulCycle, but but they've con- they've cornered the market, especially through quarantine. Yeah. I was never a SoulCycle participant, let alone devotee. I was Peloton or bus, so I like spinning. I just didn't like the soul atmosphere. Yeah, the branding, the whole thing. But through quarantine. They were the only ones who were hosting classes outside. Like, fuck me up with a 20 degree weather. Like, I will be outside in 20 degree weather to spin on a bike that goes nowhere because, (laughs) honestly, it really just comes down to the fact that what else were we doing? We weren't seeing people. We weren't doing group fitness. We didn't have the opportunity or access to do anything outside our homes, by and large. Yeah. And so, yes, I will show up and go you know, spin when it's 80 degrees out because they have a pop-up in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll make a day trip, go out, like, make a day of it. Lovely. I'll go to Hudson Yards. But that is a whole element of their branding that I that think they sort of stumbled upon. Yeah. And they really capitalized yeah, I mean, on I, I wouldn't, Kudos. I wouldn't say that, like, 
before I, I've heard uh, sorry I've never heard of that before yeah that's attractive to me but yeah. before I would just be like yeah no soul cycle is just not no I don't need to walk in with like the blonde and the tits and the yeah. like, <laughs> no shade to anybody who's participating no, but no, that's no. just not my scene yeah and so when you take it out of its own context that's I think to your point is you can actually see just how important branding and community yeah, becomes. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can see yeah. like how easily one can be turned off. Yeah. Or how easily one can sort of get sucked in. Or be turned on. Like, yeah. turn, like even 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 Tony House, they started through the pandemic. They opened the classes on um, on the pier. Or, mm -hmm. or like where where was it exactly? On the on River Park. Yeah. So, you know, that takes yeah, there's also turf in there, but that takes a, a a community to go and want to go there and like do it under the sun when it's 90 degrees outside, when the mm -hmm. turf is mega hot. You know, it just takes like people that want to actually take like the experience, to want to keep going through the experience. And like also berries, the red room, the music, yeah. the instructor, the people that goes there. It's more of the of the experience that the modality because I guarantee that if somebody else come here and call opens a different thing and just copies the same shit as Tone House in New York City and call it Tea House it would not be fucking the same. Oh you know what I'm it just <laughs> it's just not it wouldn't be the same. No because they could they couldn't they wouldn't be able to do it and it, it's already proven. It's already proven. There's places all over the world that have been trying to take and steal Tone House, and I mean, you you can't like the, you, you know just the can't. the community, the programming, it's so different. You can take the room, you can take the lights, you can take the movements, but yeah. you can't. You can never replicate it. Yeah. Um, I'm, what I've learned about fitness is that there's something like everybody's in a different place, right? So there's always something for everybody, like. There is, there is, like, I just love people that are just, like, working out, right? Like, just go move your body. So, if, like, Soul Cycle's making you stoked to go work out, like, absolutely go. Like, go go have a blast, right? Yeah. Like, with anywhere you go, a group fitness studio, wherever you are, you, you know, just have a good time. Like, I'm just all about movement. It's just what I'm personally about is, like, I want to really, really train for a purpose. Like, that's what excites me. So, it can't be exercise like I need to train, right? Yeah. There's a difference between like exercise and training. So like I'm cycling right now because we're riding for a race that I'm gonna like ride from New York down to Charlotte in October with James. So like we're so doing exciting. this ride. So, like, Fuck yeah. We're cycling, we're training we're training. So like yeah. I wanna know how to train for that, right? Um, so much wait wait let me stop you right there so much fucking respect bro what <laughs> yo what like everybody just heard that and everybody just that like let, that, that sounds fucking awful I think it sounds great it sounds fucking awful but I'm gonna give you all the fucking respect in the world Absolutely. because because Absolutely. I know I know well I don't know personally because I've never done it but I I have cycled like Bro, like, I was a delivery boy, and I cycle a lot, and I only knew, like, I, I would go and take a cycling class two or two, sometimes up to three times a day to lose weight to make it up to a fight. Um, yeah. Yeah, when I was cutting weight. But cycling all week? Man, that fucking sucks. So, that taught me two things. To have more respect 
for all the Mexican looking like delivery boys such as myself when they deliver my food and to like, whoa, like I thought that I was in shape until I had to pedal for fucking 12 hours to deliver groceries or deliver food. That taught me like, God damn. So for you to like do that cycle over there and like I weighed 140 pounds, which is nothing. It's, I, it's fucking, yeah, it's fucking nothing. Like the, the breeze, yeah. the breeze when I run sometimes it tumbles my feet and I trip. That's how they, that's how light I, I'm in the air. The air is like, you're fucking worthless. I'm just taking you with me. But you, how much, how much do you weigh, Joe? Uh, 225. Right? 225 of pure muscle. You're probably, where are you from? What's your background? Where am I from? I grew up in Chicago. No, but like, you must have I mean, some like, sort of like, like ethnicity. Yeah, ethnicity. Lithuanian. I'm like, I'm like Lithuanian. You're Lithuanian. Oh my god. I was gonna god. say Scandinavian, but Eastern yeah. European. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was about to put you as a Viking. I thought you were like a Norwegian, like Nordic. So I was like, you were like 220 pounds, 25 pounds of pure Viking just going into cycling. So it takes a lot more electricity to produce to move that body than for me. Like for me, it's just like, I can eat one potato and run a marathon. You have to eat, rest, and like, and then fucking perform. So to text and do that. No, rub it in, run. It's a, <laughs> But yeah, he can. He Harder can, for the rest of us. But he can save us all. He can save us all. He can put you and Jay on his back. I'll have to drag you if I want to save us all. What? Can I, can I say something? What? So last week we like had a conversation about bodies, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I basically said you were a god. <laughs> thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not a god, but yeah, but, Apollo is a god. Yeah. But. I understand that eating disorders and like body dysmorphia is like mm -hmm. a thing and I apologize for saying what I said. Don't apologize, bro. Well, well it was it was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong for me to like say that because like I think we all have body issues mm -hmm. and especially in New York and but I especially apologize to you. Cody, I love you. You don't have to apologize for anything that you say in this show. Just this is this is this is your show, just as much as mine. That's why you work with me. All right, all right, baby. All right, real good. Real good. Real good. All right. No, no, no. All right. Coming back. Coming back to the company. I love you, baby. I love you. We're good. We're good. Um, just what I wanted to say. So back on that cycling. So much respect on that. So when is this happening? Again? So the yeah the plan is the first week of October. So okay. Sweet. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. You have a good window of time to train, so that's that's reassuring to hear. We <laughs> do, and so I'm gonna be announcing this pretty soon because like the reason why this all started. Well, you just fucking announced it. I know. Fuck. I guess I did. <laughs> you just did. Yeah, I guess I fucking did. Dude. You gotta have some respect. We're 226 in the fucking um, in fucking America, huh? Of 850,000 live fitness podcasts, so well, there, there's gonna well, be some people now. listening. Mom. Mom. It's out there now. Uh, out there, baby. Dude, I, I met so so I was in Miami like a month or so ago, and I got a good friend of mine, Aaron here, and uh, Kennery, who mm -hmm. is head of growth for this place called Oceans. Okay. And Oceans okay. does like. They do, you know, they're they're a non for profit for ocean is, preservation. Is that the Adidas run? Is that the Adidas run? No, I don't think so. 
So are you sure? Something that I don't know about. There, pro there probably is, because the Adidas have like run from the oh maybe something different. Run from the o run for the oceans, and it's it's like to save the like to uh, take out the plastic, all the pollution out of the ocean. So oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, it's a big topic right now, dude. Like, right. you guys have seen conspiracy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I, I saw the first forty minutes of it. No, really honestly, good. I won't watch it because for like two and a half years I was uh, pescatarian, mm. and I feel like if I watch it, then like I you're have gonna have a guilt trip over contributing. Me, I'm not gonna like eat anything. Yeah. I'm sick of it too now. It doesn't matter. It's sick of it. It's a good. It's a good show though. Uh, Bill, it's just on topic right now. But I met. I met the founders of Sea Legacy, and it was like this mm -hmm. Nat Geo photographer, a couple of Nat Geo photographers. Um, Paul Denklin was one, and uh, some of the best in the world. And that's Very what cool. they're doing is documenting what's going on in the ocean. So mm -hmm. I, I talked to my buddy Amber Nair, and I was like, "Why don't we, why don't we raise money, you know, for the cause?" So that's what this bike ride is going to be about. Like we're going to ride down there, but we're going to raise money uh, to support to support ocean uh, preservation. That's beautiful. I like that. All right, so. Obviously, you are you live in New York City. You are this beautiful man that's also very humble. You're a fitness professional. Is he beautiful? He's he's gorgeous. Okay. He, he might if like. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. If, if if I was, I mean, even I'm not gay right now. I still want to lick his face. I mean, to be honest, I'm like, come on, rub, I mean, rub, rub, rub some of that beauty on me. Rub some of that beauty on me. Me too, boy. Yeah. I mean, but 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 Cody's gay, so he might as well want to do, lick everything off of you. So like, he was already saying. Oh my god. Yeah. Cody's so, like, excuse me. Yeah. It's like, why is that tequila? Um, uh, that on, that, on, on that, on that, because what I wanted to get at is that yeah. you are, you are yeah. completely like the anomaly yeah. of most men. So like it's, I think it's like there's this disconnection where like obviously here in New York there's a lot of beautiful people, but if you go elsewhere, you're like the main, the main part of attraction, and. I think with the topic of today, which is Justin Bieber's Rasta are not Rastas are not cultural appropriation. It's just like what I want to oh, get is like that kid gets in like gets in trouble just by being himself by something that it's fucking absorbed from media wanting to like make something out of it so people can hate him. So would you do Rastas? And if you did, would you think that you would be stealing something? That you think that it would be culture, like, stealing? If you did Rasa's, if you did cornrows on your hair? I, I don't think it would be stealing. I don't even know what is going on, by the way. Yeah, so this kid, so this kid, and one, and he, he's shooting, he's shooting a video with DJ Khaled and another, and another artist, and he has been posting some sneak peeks of him with Rasta's, and people are losing his shit. Like they're like, oh, you Maybe know. Maybe part like, of it is that he looks ridiculous. But it doesn't matter if he looks ridiculous. Well, but I'm saying like maybe some of the upset is that he looks ridiculous. I'm sure some of it is like that's appropriation because like if he's trying to get his hair to lock, like it, it looks like it's in baby attempted. Though. Oh God, he looks like like Ellen DeGeneres meets like. Uh, <laughs> well. Okay, but the point what? is yes. like I think some of it, some of the uproar is that he yeah, just looks ridiculous. 
And then some of the uproar may well be that it's not. It's honestly, not because he looks honestly, ridiculous. It's because he. There. Right now, we're living in a very complex world honestly, where, like, we just want to create media. Like, we want to create. He looks ridiculous. Me. Absurd media, and they just want to. He. This just. Ellen this kid is just like has a good. Fucking cunt. Why is she? Why she's a cunt? I'll tell you tomorrow. All right, you tell me tomorrow. So, Joe, what what do you think? Dude, I just crazy there. You gotta let people do what they're gonna do. Yeah. I don't care at all. If it makes the dude happy, let him do. Is he hurting anybody? No. Well, I well allegedly he's hurting black people by stealing by stealing their looks. Allegedly, because that's what culture appropriation means. I like it. I like it. You like it. It's just my opinion. You like actively like, like it. You don't even just not hate it. You like Joe. it. Joe. I do. All right. Honestly, yeah. I do. I'm here for that yeah. strong position. <laughs> <laughs> we can't so. all look alike. Well, I mean, I also <laughs> think, like, yeah. in, in terms of not as, not the culture that is currently coming up that. specifically, like, in I mean, the States, I, not, but all over I mean, the world, I mean, I there's, there's an additional sensitivity around. No, not even. I will murder anybody. For what? For what? No, for all. Like, all of you. For what? So you're saying that everyone should have exactly. the opportunity to do whatever they want and express their feelings however they want. Is that is that what you said, Joe? Well, well, as long as long as it's not like you know, hurting anyone, hurting or stopping anybody from living their way of life. Okay. Like, yeah, like you're entitled to feel how you feel, obviously, or. I agree. I agree with you. As long as we're not doing absolutely anything that will hurt anybody, we should be entitled to do whatever the fuck we want. That, especially if it's. It doesn't mean that people have to agree with it, by the way. No, it doesn't have to. But especially if it's just something that we do that with our with our own appearances, like with our own appearances. I just want to think about the the criteria or the hard feelings that we can give to somebody else to another human being by changing something of ourselves it's just very because we're only thinking very selfishly about ourselves when we're doing something to ourselves so if the fact that we have to think about that that this will hurt someone else is Preposterous. It doesn't make sense. No, I would never murder any of you, <laughs> Cody. All right, moving forward to uh, to wrap it up because I know I know you're having I know you're a very busy man and I really wait, wait, wait. appreciate you. Jay has a question. Jay has a question. Jay, what's up? Yes, son. Not not fitness. Not fitness question, Joe. All right, so I've contemplated this. Yeah. Okay, Joe. Okay. So so I'm just That's gonna be good. During the pandemic, did you or did you not? And why? If not. Why didn't you? Did you? Did you start an OnlyFans? <laughs> I was gonna wrap up with that. No, I didn't oh. Say it again. I asked this question. No, I did not start an OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> why, why not? Did you? I believe there was a follow-up with yes. was why or why not? Why or why not? Why not? Because I, because my mother because my mother would would not be okay with this. <laughs> my mom would not be okay. Okay. Is she very tech savvy and she would in fact know? Is she searching for you on OnlyFans? No, she's like just checking out. Know this. Okay. <laughs> she's got a whole bag. She's just like she's got a scanner search. I feel you. Okay. Feel you. All right. So because of mom. Okay. So because of mom. 
I feel okay, it. Okay, but if, if, if mom wouldn't have found out yes. she was on board, would you? Would you do it? Or would never have known? Yeah. No. No, I couldn't. Do you it. wouldn't. Okay, so so there's so there's a deeper like reason, even like besides mom. What is yeah, it? Yeah, it, it, it's just I think it's just like some morals and, and stuff that I have with. Ten million dollars to do to do a sex tape, a sex tape with your girlfriend, not with anyone else. Just you yourself. Nobody else has to be in the room. It should be your your footage that you sell to me for ten million dollars with you and your girlfriend. Do Would you, you do that? No, I don't have to direct. It will be just you. You choose yourself and your girlfriend. A lot of money, Ron. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yes. That was my price. That was last week's topic, and that was like, okay, I'm gonna do it for ten million dollars. Nobody else has to be in the room. It'll be just me and my partner. I just, I do it. I do it. Nobody else has to fucking direct. I'll be my own fucking director. I'll do the porno. I'll give it to you afterwards. You fucking wire me the money first. Ten million. Would that sound good to you? Yeah, ten million sounds great to me. Yeah, exactly, right? Ten million it's sounds like, like ten million sounds so like if in six <laughs> years or ten years afterwards someone will come in after me and tell me like, oh fuck, oh, so you have a sex online? Yeah, well, you know, my children are fucking in <laughs> private school because of it and I was able to, you know, like secure their financial health for the rest of their life. So yeah, I I, I did it because of that. So it's also assuming that like you're fit to handle that money because there are some people who like the win the lottery and then oh, yeah, I'm blown in a week. Like, within but that's why I have Kayla. That's why I have Kayla. <laughs> I have ten mil. I have ten mil coming up. You know, let's let's think you about like, yeah. Deal yeah. with this. Yeah, deal with this. Please. You you got this. I don't know anything. Just keep me rich. And honestly, Kayla would be the person <laughs> yeah. to do it. Like, keep she'd me be rich. like, okay, baby, give it to me. Oh, um, Joel, hand it over. Um, I'll give you an accounting at the end of every quarter. Um, Joe, uh, baby, I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. You were the fucking boss. We got to know you so much. We appreciate you. The last thing that I want you to do, please, if you can allow us, is that if you can tell us the thing that you live on every day, it doesn't have to be a message, but it could be the last thing that you want when people hear this, like what is Joe Rodonis lives by or what is he his motivation to live on every day? Oh, that it evolves through the years, my friend, but I, I guess like honestly I'm just an intuition kind of person. So like I'm just intuition. Just listening to your intuition, like I think our moon. That's what I've been following my entire life. Like you know, through your stages of life, there's always something that goes like, I want to change this or move into this. And I think the biggest mistake people make in their lives is they ignore it mm -hmm. and they do what they should. They do what they think they should be doing mm -hmm. that's practical or culturally accepted. Mm -hmm. And I'm just learning to be like, you know what, life is short. You live one life, just. Go after what you want to go after and pursue it as long as it's genuine to you and it's, you know, fostering some kind of self-growth within yourself and contribution to others. Like, just live your life on your terms. That's what I'm all about. I love it. I love it. All right, guys, this is Ron Lee on Triple FM. This was Joe Rodonis. He graced us today. He was very, very amazing. He gave us one hour of his time. Joe, thank you so much, brother.
We totally appreciate you. We're looking forward to have you in studio. We're looking also uh, forward to have you in studio later on for animation, sitting on that throne like the king you fucking look like, and it'll be fucking dope. I'll Thank be there. I'll be there. Thanks, brother. We're stoked. Happy Cinco, all right? Bye, Joe. Bye, Bye Joe. Thank you, brother. Messy. That was awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. He was dude. He was yeah, nice. good. Let me let me add Andrew now. Uh, Andrew, Such a big Yeah. Welcome. Okay. So Thank you. So <laughs> I'm sorry not to talk about. Forty minute fight right here. <laughs> Didn't know I was that oiled up and greased up. I mean, I'm pretty sure I look as. That's Cody, by the way. <laughs> Andrew, can you hear me? Hello? Hey, man, sorry, I'm like, my signal's going in and out. Uh, all right, all right. Can you hear us now? Thanks, Dad. I'm good. All right, so Cody, so Cody loves you. He calls you Daddy. Yeah, Dad, Dad. Well, Dad is different from Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Cody. It's very different. So in so in Daddy. studio we Dad. have we have Daddy. Cody. Cody is he's, he's the executive assistant. We have Jason Marco. You probably met him. You have Kaylin Sliney, she's one of my good friends, and you have Celeste Hutchins, she's my partner. So we're all here in the studio, we're, we're fucking wrapping it up with you, we're gonna have all the diggity. We're bringing you all of it to you, baby. All yeah, of your attention. Yeah, daddy. Lots of gangbang. I mean, I mean. Lots of gangbang. Lots of gangbang here. <laughs> so what, I'm, what I was gonna say is like, so tell us, who are you, what do you do, and what not, why you're not on OnlyFans? <laughs> okay. Yeah, why are you not on OnlyFans? I feel like you should. It's very much a Chloe, close, close the door, please. Oh yeah, they'll start beeping. Nobody's, uh, nobody's come at me with the right price point. Good. Nobody has already. What is the price point? Exactly. No, well, price good point. question. Mm -hmm. How deep are your pockets? Uh, <laughs> I oh, didn't damn. say I wanted it. I said, what's your price? Because we might be able to find somebody out there. Yeah, I wanted it. Yeah. Girl, I got 50,000. So. All right, Cody Cody has 50,000. Yeah. Cody Should has we start already... bidding more and just see where he says okay? Cody, <laughs> Cody, already, has, Cody already has 12 subscriptions to, um, to OnlyFans. So wait, wait, wait. So 50 is my max? So then don't no, start there, baby. All right, so I'm gonna start at like 25. 25,000. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Cody will give you 25,000 to start OnlyFans. Done. 20, Done. 000, 000. Oh, okay. Twenty-five. Nice. Yeah. But you have to do you have to do gay shit. You can't just do like heterosexual. Like you well, have wait a minute. The initial question was to start an OnlyFans, which to me means that my name is part of the OnlyFans database. And nobody said <laughs> yeah. I had to do shit. Yeah. Oh. I will lawyer you out of there. Yeah, you're a lawyer. Because if you I, say I, how much would it cost I, I for would, you to I start would, an OnlyFans, it's very different from post fifty-two All right. videos. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna re-edit this back. Anyways, let's start from the intro once back again. Andrew, who are you? What do Wait, you Andrew. do? Why Andrew. are you not on OnlyFans? Wait, Andrew. Stop, stop, stop. Let it, let him introduce himself. 
Oh, Leanne's your own guy. Who I am? Yeah, who uh, are you? My name, as you, as you said, my name is Zanny Mariani. Uh, I, for work, uh, my career, my life choice is I'm a trainer um, based out of New York City. Okay. Um, there's a lot more that that encompasses, but I guess we'll get into that as things progress. Tell us, tell us your titles. Tell us your titles. Don't be so humble. Okay, guys. He's being extremely he humble, he says, don't and, and, and that's okay, because that's his personality, I love him, and that's why yeah, I have him on the show. Andrew, <laughs> this is the point where you tell us, who are you? Title by title by title, because not not that you're going to brag about, but that's just who you are. And, and we'll brag for you. And we'll brag for you, exactly. I feel like that's our job. Yeah. Perfect. All right, you guys meet my publicist. Yes. Um, all right, so yeah, just like sticking, sticking with the, the conversation about like what I do work and everything so yeah obviously personal trainer that's definitely a revenue stream but then something else you know as, as you get older and you know you guys will or at least I know Ron has been in the fitness space uh, you guys kind of see you don't want to be that old trainer on the floor so you got to think of ways how are you going to make money how are you going to create a lifestyle for yourself that you got accustomed to, to having um, I have to understand what's old well old is really just it's going to be the perception okay. so I don't really actually have a number in mind but like you just I've, I, tell me or not, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Have you ever been into a fitness class where you're like looking at the instructor and like, this dude could be my dad for sure. I gotta say, there's some part of me that I have taken a few classes where it's been like an older guy. Um, I just haven't had the experience with older women, so I can't speak to it. Although I personally would be like all for it. But anyway, I, I actually think that there's some like degree of confidence that I have that this actual workout has contributed to the longevity of this trainer, so I almost have more faith in it if I feel like they could kick my ass. But that's a, I mean, I suppose that's like a, that's a nuanced argument, and yeah. so I'm not trying to actually like counter you. I do just think that it's interesting because everybody's perception is is a little bit different, and I think if I go into a class and there's some like graybearded dude who is wrecking my life, I'm just like rad. Um, because frankly, then I'm just like, okay, cool. Whether it's a berries, whether this doesn't matter what it is, mm -hmm. it could be personal training, it could be group fitness, doesn't matter. But I'm always interested in the, I like a different body type because I'm not going to look like the trainer ever. Yeah. And I think to some people, they might look down on that or they might just be like, oh, if you're a fitness professional, you should look X, right? Yeah. But other people find and take great comfort in that being yeah. like, cool, we're just doing a great thing for our body. Mm -hmm. And so I think you actually run across like a, a cross section of different body types, different ages, different orientations that I think do contribute to the inclusivity of fitness mm -hmm. rather than like you do this thing and look this way. Yeah, and I mean, again, back to your point though, I totally understand the context of diversifying your income stream. Diversifying I would also fully support that at all times. As a fitness pro professional and how you Thanks, then provide services to people. So what, what was the other area that you were about to tell us about? Yeah, before we rudely cut you off. <laughs> yeah, so basically, no, yeah, no, I'll let that tangent go for it. Um, so basically, I mean, uh, the, the other, the, the whole thing is like, yeah, you're right. So there, you kind of have like the, the older dude who is jacked up and like aspire to be that person, but you're never going to make the money you want to make. Or uh -huh. you make money, but like, I, I'm trying to make some serious cash flow. Sure. Uh huh. So 
you're gonna make the money you want to make if like you're if you're if you're blocked by just simply coaching as many classes as you could possibly fit in the schedule or that would be filled up right so uh-huh. eventually you have to get to the point where people have to do that for you mm-hmm. so one of the other revenue streams that I pursue and that I'm exercising at the moment is I do fitness consulting so I have experience coaching in different kinds of class formats class mm-hmm. platforms different types of fitness um utilizing various like implements mm-hmm. so what i did was i went to certain gyms uh, where i knew some people and they were like hey they were like uh, i saw what you did at this gym i saw when you were a manager here you hired here i was like do you think you have an opportunity to try and uh, create a revenue stream like that for us mm-hmm. you take it as case by case by case basis right it's almost like fitness consulting so you go in under do a study of kind of like what they're you know, what their clientele are like, what they're looking for, how many people they have come in, understand the area, what kind of income we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you kind of bring in a, a model, you beta test it. Um, so there's a whole lot, you can go, we can do a whole fucking podcast or whatever on Clubhouse about just this shit. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, it's creating a revenue stream to go into fitness consulting. Cause to me, there's longevity in that, right? I can do that almost from anywhere. I can go to places to do it. I can have people work for me who can't be on the floor. I can be on the floor, but then at the same time, while I'm working on one project, I can have another three projects going on somewhere else, and that's how you can support and sustain like a lifestyle that I really want to start to live, right? Like not mm-hmm. just be pigeonholed by, oh, you're a trainer, you're gonna work until you're 40 years old, you're gonna make a bunch of cash, and then you're gonna become a real estate agent. Nah, that's mm-hmm. not what I'm gonna do. What so, do you? Um, sorry, what do you think is the most counterintuitive thing? Because I, I feel like we're gonna divert from the consulting portion at any moment. Just it sounds like you've got so much more to say. So I just while we're here. I just want to ask, what do you think has been the most counterintuitive killer of revenue streams for gyms or boutique fitness studios? Like if you were to come in as a consultant, what is the thing people think they're doing right that they're 100% not? Um, well, what, one thing I would say is just like, I don't, I don't think a lot of gyms assess, and it sounds like simple accounting, but I don't think a lot of gyms assess uh, their overhead. Mm-hmm. And what that could mean a lot of things, right? Like, so we're gonna spend money on, spend money on almost superfluous things. Does your gym need to have showers? Does your gym need to, what's your clientele, right? Like if, mm-hmm. your, if your biggest class is middle of the day or end of the day, those people are gonna go home. Mm-hmm. So now every every square foot, especially in a city like New York, every square foot needs to make money. Mm-hmm. If I've got 2,000 square feet in plumbing, Right? Nobody's paying for the bathroom, they're paying for the instructor, they're paying for the experience. Mm-hmm. That's where I gotta find a way where I can maybe expand that and I can actually have a bigger studio and fit five more people in there. So maybe that amounts to an extra $1,500 a month and $300 a membership sure. for, for those five people I can fit in there. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's like, I think it's the simple accounting aspect of things. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna like throw shit under the bus, but I got a friend who just kind of opened up a studio and it's gorgeous. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. When you walk in that, that square, that space, there's about 1,000 to 1,200 square feet that is not making you any money. There's not lockers in there that people could pay for monthly. There's a front desk where people will check in. There's a seating area, um, and there's like artwork. None of that is generating revenue. It's fucking cool, but it's not generating revenue. But is it getting people in the door? Sure. So that is inherently generating revenue then, like to some degree, no? Yeah, it gets them. It gets them in the door, but then, like, now we figured out that. What, but then, then it's a matter of figuring out your costs. Sure. So Do you? I'm gonna give up twelve hundred. I'm gonna give up twelve hundred square feet just to basically bring somebody in the door. I've got to do a good job of getting them to stay there. That's sure. That's good. Fine. But now my membership has to offset that 1,200 square feet because every square foot has a cost. Sure. Like plus what I'm paying the instructor, plus what I'm paying the front desk person, plus what I'm paying my leasing agent, plus what I'm paying my legal staff, my legal. And your utilities, of course. Yeah. So you're basically what I'm saying is if you don't have square footage that is not utilized for the direct, you know, actual business itself, 
and we have to figure out ways to inflate the business cost or you know like the cost of a class mm-hmm. for this particular example to mm-hmm. offset the stuff that's not being accounted for. Sure. Mm-hmm. And to to your point to move to your point to move forward on that, I agree with you on that aspect because I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a uh, I'm gonna give an example of what you were saying. So. And, and I'm only going to give that example because I'm, I'm, I know them and they're very good and unfortunately they had to close over the pandemic as many gyms had to. Um, everybody fights. Uh, they, were, they were open on like very close to Grand Central and it was a very, it was huge, it was a huge gym and it was gorgeous. You walked into that place, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful boxing, like boutique boxing gym. Everything that you can think of, like they have machines in the back, they have uh, they have two rings, they had, um, oh my God, they have rowers, they have aerodynes, they have uh, uh, very very cool elliptical machines. I mean, everything that you can think that that it'll be good to like do a fitness workout, a to uh, a functional workout, a boxing workout, a, a, a fighters workout. So they had turf. It, it was great. Now, how many one-time uh, 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 visitors they had? Many. How many uh, uh, going back visitors they had? Not so many. And that's going to your point. Like, if you're not short, because of the facility, when people get to see the pictures when they look online before they book, if they're first timers, they're like, "Oh my God, this gym looks great." And based on the reviews, they're going in. They're going to take the chance. If they go and try it just for the first time and they see that the experience is not theirs, then they're just gonna move on and never gonna come back. So, you know, what is the point of having all this huge it was it was massive, this massive facility if they're not gonna come back and they're not utilizing everything else that you said. I was like, is they're gonna have to now develop or hire a person such as yourself to come in like, okay, um, there's all this places over here that we can utilize that um, we can they're not making any money and we're gonna have to like rent space for to uh, independent personal trainers to come in and so we can make revenue rent lockers or like just rent to uh, people to come in and work in, in, in do like open gyms and, and, and pay us for the space so I, I, I get you 100% and, I, and I'm and very happy that someone and like I, I feel very happy, but also like I, w- I want to congratulate you that you do this type of work, like a fitness consultant. Based on like just hearing you talk, you seem like a a, a person that really knows the, the things that they're talking. And like when I first, okay, so taking us back, like I think I met you already like three years ago. Is that is that does that sounds right, Andrew? Yeah, 2018, 2017, there. Yeah, so, okay, so three or four years ago. So, yeah, so for, for the listeners, so I took, I took Andrew's class. Um, I, think it was, I think it was either you or Kenny's, the first class I ever took at, at Solace. And I was hooked. You're, you're, you're a very sweet guy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lick your ass. Like, yeah, you, you were hard. You were sweet. You were very. You lick your face though. Yeah, I wanted to lick his face too, but you know, as soon as I saw him, he was, he was handsome. So I was like, oh my god, he's a handsome dude. Oh, yeah. Um, 
No, it's just like it was a good workout. It was it was a, like overall it was a good experience. It was a good workout, and like you pay attention. Like it wasn't just like you yes, teaching sir. the class and you you going you moving forward. Yes, if you see something that I was doing wrong, yes. like you said it. Huh? Also, like I got you. You know, like oh, no, fine. I'm a professional fighter, so I try not to lift okay. very heavy. But the sort of point, like I look like I can lift heavier, which I kind of do because most of the times if I go to a functional fitness class I always try to pick up the lightest weight but you know you pay attention you're like dude what the fuck like what are you doing like go pick up a heavier weight and I'm like fuck no like you know like the it's biggest so terrible when people assume I can lift so yeah, much not more. like the biggest dude in the class <laughs> I no, like, hate you know, like the, the, the trainer in the class, which is like overly nice and super, super friendly, and also very hard, telling me to go pick up a weight. I'm like, yeah, like I fucking, I feel the pressure, so now like I have to fucking do it. So, so like a five pound, I'm like, so run. You're in the front of the class. So, so yeah, man. Like try again. So. Uh, do you do you started do you started consulting through the pandemic or you were already consulting when I met you? No, not when you met me. So this became a new thing as of the summer of 2019. Okay. So um, it started out honestly because uh, yeah, a friend of mine was a general manager at a gym, mm -hmm. and then he ended up having an opportunity to buy it with a single investor. So just the two of them. Went ahead and did that, and then he had a he had a vision in mind. But he was what it was really impressive is like you see a lot of people in all different types of business, with fitness especially, like who don't want to delegate, right, or don't want to hire like a subject matter expert. Mm. I'm not saying I'm a subject matter expert, especially not at this point when I only have a few case studies of places that I've worked at to consult under my belt. But this dude is like, listen, I saw what you did here. We can do it together, and this is the vision that I have for my gym. So we were always trying to work back towards said vision. Mm. Um, but anyway, this guy had hired me to do it and um, throughout the summer of 2019 we beta tested for three months gathered uh, information we tested some things with existing members who did a really strong population as it was but he just basically wanted to do what i like to say is like swipe the credit card twice right like if ron's a member of my gym and he's already just an existing member and he's paying for one service mm -hmm. i have this additional service how do i get ron just because he does my other service he's straight with what i do why does he mm -hmm. want to have to do the other thing right so we want to we want to try and upsell those and that's a whole different thought process it's like is your point to try and attract new people or is it trying to retain and get more value out of your existing people? Mm. Well, our, 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 our thought was to get more value out of your existing people. You already got them there. Mm -hmm. You caught their eye. So now, you know, let's get them second. Third, yeah, you have a captive audience. Yeah. yeah. So right. what... So, sorry, no, no, yeah, no, go no, ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. No, I was just gonna ask. No, we're the queens of tangents, yeah. so I wouldn't worry about it. I was just gonna ask, like, so from that experience, what was it specifically that like made you want to do it again or like repeat that process? Yeah, like, why would you want to go into consultant consultancy after that first time? What satisfied you about it? Honestly, so at this gym in, in, uh, that I'm speaking about, I got to hire a staff right after I started to develop and we had a need for it. And I got to hire somebody who used to shadow me, who was like actually an intern of mine. So what I was pretty pumped about was like, what I realized I really enjoy is making those connections and then also being able to provide something for somebody. There's 
listen, it's a really good feeling, like, to be able to, if Ron's a fighter, right, Ron wants to be like, yo, come, here's free tickets, come see my next fight, and that's dope. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool feeling, it's like, hey man, here's a job that you can get paid, you know, up to $75,000 a year for if you yeah. want to coach for me. Let me, like, awesome. that's going to change your life, but let me, let me make your life better, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let me give you a chance to, like, put some money in your pocket and, like, go fucking buy an apartment or go buy a, a wedding engagement ring for your girl, yeah. whatever it is. So, that's kind of what's drawing, and, that, and then after you do that once, it just becomes, like, a part of your DNA. That's what I want to keep doing. Like, right now, I'm calling you guys from Tennessee. I'm an hour behind you guys. I'm at my friend's camp um, that he runs as a train camp, and I've uh-huh. got, like, five clients here. Very but cool. one of the things I try to do is to get him an apparel sponsor. So mm-hmm. I had a connection with somebody, and now we're testing the apparel sponsor. And there seems to be good feedback on that. But it's all about connecting people and helping other people make money, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause what is money equal? Money equals money equals freedom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. free people, free people are happy people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, financial health. Philosophy yeah, definitely. Financial health. Yeah. That's that's really like, cool. There's, there's all sorts of all sorts of points, like points of health and wellness, right? Like emotional mm-hmm. health, spiritual health. Yeah, I mean, I, I find that really fascinating because it just went from like being like, okay, awesome. So Andrew's into this consultancy, but like we got into kind of the why of what is propelling you to, towards doing this. It's like connecting people in your community and creating like systems that allow them to thrive. Yeah, I mean, and anybody, right? Like, that's the thing, too. So if we establish, say, let's say we establish something that I'm sold for, and then this business gets off the ground, yeah. somebody at higher end to being able to manage that program after I, like, I leave, yeah. and they get to hire somebody else. It's like, cool, like, you just started an entire network yeah. and created jobs for people. Like, that's, that's so that's exciting. Amazing. That's what I want. Like, a job. <laughs> Would you? Like, I mean, yeah. that's, what, that's the kind of shit that drives me. Mm-hmm. Would you want to open your own gym? question I used to um, I can't say I'm like in love with that right now mm-hmm. just because I mean that's the beauty of like doing consulting right I get to help somebody create their vision and also utilize like my vision and my experience but you know I don't have to go under the undertaking of you know putting out my own money and taking the risk to rent a place yeah 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 no I get and, it but it's also like but it, and, and it's so financial risk yes I'm not gonna shy away from that and be like oh no I don't take I take risks, but mm-hmm. you're right there. But it's also I don't I don't want to be grounded. Like one of the things I just said, freedom. Like I want to be able to do what I'm doing right now. I want to be able to. Last week I was in Arizona. This week I'm in Tennessee. Like I want to be able to hop around and do what I want to do and be able to make money from different places. Mm-hmm. You know, and owning a gym like it's gonna take you gotta you gotta set that infrastructure up before you can start hopping around. Hell yeah. Places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um so what else you've been working on because I see on your page you have strong New York. Can you tell us what is that all about? Yeah, so I'm sure he's probably going to be on your list Ron, to try and get him on the show. <laughs> my buddy Kenny um, he had started a uh, he had started this charity event in 2017 at, we were at a gym together called Strong New York and it was really going to be a benefit for breast cancer mm-hmm. and you know it was going to be like alright come in we'll have speakers on, on the subject like leading uh, you know cancer research doctors in the area come do a speech uh, we'll do workouts that benefit and funding of the workouts and the tickets go to uh, breast cancer research and then that evolved into something bigger like okay cool let's do one for you know November uh, for, for um, typically men, men's cancers right mm-hmm. uh, or male male predominant cancers and then we turned it into like an event company um, and then through the pandemic 
events kind of cease um, at all facets. So we took Strong Yard and made it our training umbrella. Yeah. So Kenny and I took like our following that we had and started training people in parks, started training people, um, you know, outside basically to try and number one put money in our pockets, but number two, like these people hit us up, but we didn't have an answer for them. Like, yo man, I'm stuck inside, like I'm getting fat, like what do I do? What do I do? It's like, all right, cool, like these people genuinely need your help, but also uh-huh. we genuinely need them. So right now Strong New York is basically um, it's a training company. And we also do apparel, right? So we come up with cool T shirt T shirt and sweatshirt designs, we partner with some some brands. Send that stuff out. Um, that's all up for sale. But then also too, we um, you know we, we train under that umbrella of Strong New York. So that's uh that's something that that's like probably the easiest way to to put it. I'm like almost I'm finding too many things. I probably I guess like try and describe it as. But that's what it is. And hopefully as the world opens up, we can get back to big events. Our last big notable event was at Pier 94 in mm-hmm. December 2019. We had. Over 2,000 people come to an all-day event where we had speakers, um, some of the same speakers that uh, work with people like Russell Wilson, who's a quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you mean Sierra's husband? Got it. Names, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, yeah, whatever, whatever label you want to put on it, but I'm glad you are talking about. Um, the only you know, reason is. So basically, though, but we had big events there. We had all sorts of different coaches there. We had former NFL strength conditioning coaches come in and do some workshops. Um, just for people, whether you're interested in fitness, whether you're not interested in fitness, because the, the thing is, like, there's not, like, it's sexy to be strong. That's that's true. But it's also important to be strong. You know, like, mm-hmm. my grandma, I want her to always be strong enough to be able to get herself up out of bed because, you know, she doesn't have a live-in nurse. My mm-hmm. mom and my, myself, we don't live near her to help her do that, you know. So strength is important at all ages, and it looks different for everybody. And that's kind of, like, what that event is all about. Sure, there's gonna be some awesome fucking ten thousand pound lifts. That's actually insane. Maybe like a thousand pound lift. But still, like what we want to do, what we want to do is just kind of show people the importance of it, and it just it's easy to encompass it with that word strong. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like you guys are standing for something important and adapting to what's available currently, which is awesome. So, um, I like I like what you said because you 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 are a, a very purifying. You have a very purifying soul. I see. I see him, and um, and I just think otherwise. I think like, why don't you and Kenny just like, okay, well, um, Strong New York is a very beautiful thing that we started with the company. It was a very beautiful partnership, and it worked out. Now, pandemic, thing, you know, the things went sideways. The whole world turned around. We were working with all of you. We utilized all of our strength we have a following now we very much say unless you have a really good deal that they're paying you very very well then you're like okay that you're comfortable with but if not why don't you just venture your own fundraiser because that's where the money comes in like that's where like you can actually capitalize on your image on your exact umbrella and just be like yeah, I'm just like, me and Kenny, we're the bosses. We're the ones that started. You guys just run it however you guys want to run it. And you have all the freedom. You don't even have to start a gym. You just do the same thing, but under you and Kenny. Wouldn't that something that would be... As opposed to, as a, as as opposed to, to being with Strong New York? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's something you kind of fight there, right? Like, when, you, when you're starting to use a different name, or you're like... It's like Ron, if you were opening up a, uh, you know, a fighting company and like you were gonna call it like 
Triple FM or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or tri- you know, whatever it is, as opposed to going like Ron Leone's Fighting Gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, to, to me, we're trying to make we're trying to make that name like one and the same, and like I don't want to, you know, on here with the opportunity too, because I I don't want, like if you guys ever do get a chance to talk to him, but whether whether you do or you don't. He did, like, this is something we've done together, but I have to give him credit. Like, this was his original idea all those years ago. I just kind of always stuck with him through thick and thin and, like, tried to pick up the pieces and, and you know, just kind of become more partners than, than anything. But um, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's something we're, we're, we've looked at, we've talked about, we've thought about maybe opening up a strong gym, mm-hmm. like you had asked before. So that all those things are, like, irons in the fire. Stay tuned. You know, maybe we can do Clubhouse version 2 here. We'll, uh, hey, we'll have I, I'll, I'll, I'll love to. Um, well, so, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to try to instigate that on that subject. It seems like you, you have a good partnership that, that you want to keep, want to keep having and I'm, and I'm, and I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here to highlight you, the star that you are and all the accomplishments that you, that you, you know, that, that you want to get into and the things that you're working on. So what else are you working on that we should keep on, keep looking on and like, what is your strive? in the fitness world? Like, what's your exit strategy? Well, my hope is to, my hope is to not exit it, per se, but what I want to do is, you know... Really? You always want to be in the fitness world? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it, too, is honestly, it's kind of, and maybe this is just a stigma that I have, and, you know, maybe, Ron, or any of you guys are on this call, like, you guys have met people like that, but, I mean... I've always had the impression that there's there's a there's a time limit on it, right? Like you can come in, you can knock, you can be great, you know, you can be the fucking gay trainer, you can go be in men's health and all that shit. But the thing is, like, there's a there's a timeline, and how long will that last? How long can you make that money? And I almost want to prove to myself that, like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do well, and I'm gonna do well for the my entire life in this industry, one way or another. Maybe that doesn't mean I'm the dude in men's health anymore, but maybe that does mean that I'm the guy who has the trainers who work for men's health. Yeah. Are you know now? Uh, now or you've got a stream of, or you've got a team of consultants who are sort of you have a passive revenue stream that are all under your umbrella who came up under your tutelage and now are sort of a nationwide cohort of fitness consultants. She's got it. You're hired. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> well, she's in venture capitalist, so. She's, yeah, she's a lawyer and venture capitalist. So she, whenever you talk about money and investing and financial resources, she knows absolutely everything that you're talking about. So yeah, that, that's what she does. Hello? I'm with you on here. Sorry, but it's, we're bear in mind, Tennessee, it's crazy. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. I'm trying my best to it. Don't worry, I appreciate I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you that you're taking the call in from from over there. Um, all right, so let, let's make it let's make it all that aside, all fitness aside. Who are who is Andrew Morani when he's not working in strong New York? When he's not doing anything remotely that is considerable into fitness? Because even though it's so hard, because fitness it seems like it's taking it's it's like eighty percent of your world. So that twenty percent, what is Andrew Morani? I mean, uh, coming from a big Italian family, like, family is a huge thing, especially, like, now at this age, like, brothers, cousins, everybody who I grew up with, you know, and want to do that. And I was That's actually great. just here, just before I got on the phone with you guys, I saw somebody who I haven't seen since. Uh, I got him a job in February. We were doing, like, he's a photographer, and he was doing a job with me in February before the pandemic. 
saw him, I said, hey man, how's it going? He's like, well, I was going to move, if you remember, and I didn't move because I lived near my parents, and I got really close again with my parents during the pandemic, and I realized I don't want to let that go, mm. right? So to me, family is big. That's something what I like to do, but like, don't get me wrong. I was, I also like to go out and be social and shit. I love going to dinners, love, you know, getting a little bit of buzz on at dinner. I love, uh, I was just cool. in Arizona. There was, there was a work trip for sure, but there was definitely a night where it was not a work trip, you know, uh, out there networking. Um, and, and Arizona's pretty fun. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a balance, right? Like, am I going to go out clubbing and shit like that to day clubs and, and stuff like that every day of the week? Absolutely not. Maybe like once in a blue, but I mean, I just want to be around people I love, you know, family, close friends, friends of close friends. You get to know, you start to bring into your network, you know, people who give a shit about the same thing as you do. So somebody who like just is living in the moment and wants to actually be there. I've always hated like when you're sitting down and you meet somebody and you're at a dinner and these motherfuckers just living in their phone, like looking on to the next thing. It's like, yo, you're only going to be at this dinner for like an hour and a half, two yeah. hours, like sit here, be present, you know? Mm-hmm. No, we so, had this discussion. Anybody, yeah. mm-hmm. anybody like that, like that's who you want to be hanging out with. And that's, that's what I try to do to spend my time. I feel you. Like-minded people all the way around. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. It's like, it, I just don't have time. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's like, you know, I, I, I get it because, so especially you, like, if 80% of the time you're busy and then you took the time to go in and put yourself, your vulnerability to going into this gathering and then you're going to have fucking six dudes. If there's like 10 people in the table and there's six dudes on your phone and then the other four, including you in the four, are not on their phone, they only leaves other three people in the room, in the fucking table. So that's a waste of my time. I'm like, what the fuck? I should have just, why don't just like, I take the three of you to take a dinner and I pay for it and we talk because like, <laughs> fuck this, fuck all these dudes. Like, like, cause yeah, I always think about, I'm just very primal like this. I always think about if it's the end of the world and I had 10 dudes and six of them are worthless, I will keep them just for bait. Yeah, 100% and I will feel no bad feelings. Because the same way that I like that I live my life with discipline, it's just like I have no feelings for things that are worthless. None. Zero. Just like very zero. Even with humans, every anything human, any anything living, I, if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't make sense, it's just worthless piece of thing on this earth, and I just don't have any type of uh, sympathy for it. Um, and just like. If that dinner doesn't apply, I'm just like, uh, very respectfully, I was just like, not without hurting their feelings, I was just very quickly bounced because it just wouldn't be something of my fun. It just wouldn't be something that I would appreciate. And, you know, I get it. It's just like, to that point, it's just like, I, 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 I completely understand that you wouldn't want to put yourself in that position. And I, it's just, it's hard these days because we're living in the time that, it's very hard to keep people to not be connected to their phones. Sure. Like so, so being present is hard. Being being present is <laughs> really stage right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be, take the road less traveled. Yeah, being <laughs> present is hard. I hate to stay. No, and also like with the whole prima going back to the prima shit, it's like depends on who's looking. If, 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 if the camera if there's ten people, there's ten people and there's only there's only three of them that I can count, for sure I'll leave the six of them for bait. I'm gonna need them for something for bait. 
Yeah, so, hey Drew, I got a question for you here. J Mark here, Jack of all trades. Question for you. I have master three, I'll ask you, Jack of all trades, not master of none. Jack no, of all it's, that's the phrase is Jack of all trades, master of none. But I would call you a master oh, of some. Okay. <laughs> master of some. <laughs> I call myself Jack of all trades, but master of none. Yeah. You are a master of some, at least. So, like, you're Jack sure. of all trades and fine. You're the best. You're welcome. You're the best. You're welcome. I'm trying to get you down. It's pretty rare that I'm going to build you up, but, uh, but there you go. So All right, take uh, it. Drew, so listen up. Uh, question for you. I have three. I'm going to ask you two, and then I'll ask the last one after you've answered them interrupted. Uh, so, one, how old are you? And two, um, I know Ron has asked this question in a different way, but how and what do you see yourself in? Doing in the next two years from now, like two years from now. Okay, so it, it chopped up a little bit there, but you just asked how old I am and like what I see myself doing in the next two to five years. Yes. Not an end game. Okay. Not an end game. Just, just you. Just short term. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um. So I'm 31. Uh, I'll be a little, little over the halfway mark. I'm getting closer to 32. Um, and in two to five years, I see myself probably being a little bit more, I would say, deeper into this, what I described earlier, like at least from a, so we'll go career first. Career-wise, a little bit deeper into this, uh, you know, ability to have freedom and time where I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not stuck on like one place or I'm not relegated to like being at one gym. I, you know, I have this consulting thing lifted up off the ground a little bit more. Um, and then also, I would say I'm probably into a actual purchase at that point, like a owning property. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say I'm putting anything on like starting a family or anything there, but I mean, uh, you know, it's not out of the question. It's definitely not something I'm like looking for. But I mean, I, I would hope to so stop stop being renting at that point. I'm owning something, and my business is a little bit more solidified. So right now, if I'm 75 percent PT and then 25 percent on the consulting side. I'd like to shift it more towards like a 60-40 or like mm -hmm. a 50-50. So, you know, that that's kind of where, where I see myself at with that in two to five years. Okay, awesome. Uh, thanks for answering that. And then number three, um, going back to uh, something you said earlier, right? So we're talking about old heads in the gym, one, and then yeah. as far as being at a certain um, age, doing uh, personal training and uh, diving into real estate. So what was your take on that? I didn't get to hear the rest of it. My take on the old, like, so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that for me. That's not what I want. I don't want to be the old guy coaching classes. I do want to be the old guy still involved in fitness and being able to be like, yeah, this is my staff. They will come in and coach classes. You know, here's, here's what we're proposing you do for your gym in order to generate this much more revenue over this many months or this many years, whatever the case may be. And it's going to cost you X. Um, but, you know, uh, so that, 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 like, that answers that. And then the other part, you had said real estate. I'm not necessarily, like, involved in real estate. I just, I, to me, I think it's just like a, it's like a, a sign of financial literacy. Um, and maybe the venture capitalist on here, she can, like, back me up. But, like, <laughs> it's better to own than it is to rent. You know what I mean? And I took sure. this cue from one of my, my older brother. Um, he's four years old than me, he lives in Philadelphia, and him and his friend 
started this LLC years ago, and they like to. They got somebody who's a real estate agent. They've got somebody who's a, a real estate lawyer. And my brother and the other and another dude are like basically the backers. They they're the ones who threw the money in, mm-hmm. and they bought. They, they had a goal to like buy a new place every two years. And I think they've hit that number every year since 2014. Wow. So they have three home. They have three places, and they started getting into because they have that little grouping of dudes. They started doing like. Um, Airbnb and different like longer term rentals and stuff like that, buying in different areas of Philadelphia that aren't like that were kind of shitty, but on the up and up, like they're more or less getting gentrified. Mm. Um, so as far as real estate goes, like I, it's, it's something that I'm always interested in. Do I ever want to get into that? No. Um, but at the same time, I do want to start to own property, you know, because again, to me, that's just like a sign of competency and literacy and uh, financialized and that's kind of like puts you in a position where like all right yeah this is legit like my found foundation i've got a fucking asset here i can stake my business against this i can stake you know whatever i need to against this awesome awesome thanks for answering those um i i think you should definitely jump on it if you haven't started yet jump on that real estate thing um since you're a personal trainer and um Reason is you'll be ahead of the game. I got into it last minute and I was told to jump into it years ago and I was just too busy, consume myself with work that I did not do it. So I am someone that's studying to get my real estate license and, and sell property to other people, so on and so forth, you know. So for you, because you're ahead of the game, you're consulting, so on and so forth, I think that's something to add to your resume. I have a shitload of unnecessary certs and licenses. Um, as a backup, <laughs> and uh, my friend Kaylin here in the gym, I love her very much, and she's semi the same when it comes to that stuff. Just, just a, just a shitload of all of the useless. Just a shitload of knowledge. Um, <laughs> so for you, it's one that I would recommend. Um, that's why I asked that question. Um, <laughs> I too get a COVID real estate broker licensure. <laughs> Because why not? Why not? I mean, yeah, just add it not? to the belt. Like, yeah, yeah. Just something to have. Another tool. And it sounds like you've got a good head on your shoulders, so it's just why like, ah, uh, you might as well just head, aim why for that yeah, if you have the time. Well, especially too, because if your aim is to purchase property, yeah. it's nothing if not useful to understand what you're getting into. Exactly. Because if my life can be an example to anyone, it's a fucking shit show. But you've got a great place. Thank uh, you. Yeah, she just Thank bought you. a place in Brooklyn. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. If, <laughs> but it's a shit show. Andrew, if you weren't in the fitness world, what would you be doing? Andrew? You might have lost it. Right. No, we didn't. Wait, what's happening? Andrew? I think we lost him for a second. Where is he, Tennessee? So which is yeah, last like year? Western he's in Tennessee, Tennessee. I think. Mm. I read Western because he said he was an hour behind us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Steady creeping. <laughs> Wait. I've been pointing no. to TBS too. <laughs> Find <laughs> we will find them. We are honing in. That's right. <laughs> I've sent a beacon. Yes. White House beacon? And the same. <laughs> just, just send this beacon, please. This is why I have friends in the Foreign Service. <laughs> Listen, I just, I need a real quick GPS drop in on a cell phone number. It is 917. <laughs> please. Thank you. <laughs> Not that I've ever used that. I've never before. done it all the time. 
Andrew, can you hear me? <laughs> hey, I'm back. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, I had to start the room all over again. All right. So no, my question was, my question was, if you weren't in the fitness world, what would you be doing? Fuck yeah. That's what I grew up doing in the summers. What branch of the military? I grew up always forever, ever, ever wanting to be an army ranger. Nice. Wanted to do it forever. I think I went as that for three years in a row for Halloween. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you join the reserves? Well, not even the reserves. Well, rangers, tough. No, just to join the military. The whole, well, the reason I did What kind of trouble? You been in jail? <laughs> um, no, you don't go to jail when you're 17, but you, uh, you have to get released to your parents. I, I think that particular instance, I would have wish I went to jail instead. <laughs> I mean, no, not, not, not any, not. I'm not judging here. I've been in jail. It would, it's not. So that's why I was asking. What sports did you play? Wrestling, football, and lacrosse. Fuck. All hot. The, like, the bro triad. All hot. No chess. <laughs> Fuck Don't chess. shit on chess, okay? All chess. All right. Have you been a hot chess playing yes. gamer? Who? Just you. Who else? <laughs> I'm male. I'm sure there's a bunch of girls. Male? I was on the chess squad. Were you in high school? Okay. I was already <laughs> I was a nerd and a strategic maneuver. That's right. Alright, so there's, there's two here. Okay. <laughs> what happened here? I was not athletic though, so that's, well, I guess that wouldn't have counted. I was in every single sport. I just wanted to be a part of it. It's like, I had to wait too much energy. Be a part of it. Is that why you ended up in? I need to get that energy. Oh god, there's a reason I don't say that. <laughs> It's all good. We can do it. Oh, okay. Hello? Oh, yeah. 